0: this version of, of No Wall Scroll, but uh, it's No Wall Scroll with Emily, uh, which means it's time for Fujiko Mine. Uh, hello, Emily. How are you?
1: I'm doing just perfectly dandy. I'm glad that uh, Fujiko and I are already associated in half your listeners' brains.
0: Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, and I I also I, I immediately had the, the intrusive thought of um, <laughs> there was this... I'm sure you saw it because uh, it was it was the discourse of the day briefly. And we're all uh, cursed to see that um, uh, someone was saying, you know, in a podcast, you you get to the get to the interesting stuff first. Don't introduce your guests. Like, do, do the interesting stuff. Then go back and introduce your guests. Everyone's going to stop listening. Um, and uh, I realized my my attempt to do that. This time around, uh, just subconsciously because I was thinking about it, was saying Fujiko Mine as quickly as possible, uh, <laughs> which is also the the uh, the woman called Fujiko Mine's strategy for keeping you engaged. <laughs> Whenever Fujiko isn't on screen, exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, no twenty minute birdie wing derail for me and Andrew this time.
0: <laughs> How it th- that is that uh, that it, the season is over, right?
1: Yes, we, we are on a painful wait for like the next six months or whatever until they do season two.
0: Um, and I hear that it, I, I remember hearing that it was not as popular as uh, your boy Kong Ming, uh, which is also uh, over. So hopefully both come back stronger than ever.
1: Uh, I have to watch that one, I don't know anything about it other than
0: Andrew really likes it. I know, I know that it, uh, see, see they have not like been as clear about whether or not it's good to me i think i think they're trying to to keep my tastes unsullied um <laughs> to, to to continue this this uh, grand experiment um but yeah i it, it's a it it seems interesting i know who kong ming is vaguely by way of gotcha games so <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I, the, the, this seems perfectly reasonable uh it's odd that it uh, in, in this version uh he's a man and not a woman um <laughs> I've, I've
1: bold I've, creative liberties there yeah but you know. I, uh, I
0: can't I can't say that I appreciate it but you know <laughs> I, I understand where they're coming from um but yeah, no, I'm, I, I I need to watch both of those. I've, I've actually, like, everything uh, you and Andrew told me about Birdie Wing sounds uh, absolutely delightful. Um, just like completely something that I would be excited by. So, um, but well, I would I,
1: say it, it stuck the landing, but it was one of those complete non endings where it's like, okay, seasons, like, you know, episode six and then hard cutoff point or episode 12 or whatever it is, <laughs> and then hard cutoff point. Okay, episode thirteen is going to be next. You know, in the next six months, not a finale yeah. or anything. Doesn't feel anything like it. Just sudden break in production.
0: Wah-wah. Yeah, I get that. I, I like I, I. That seems to be like I, I. And I'm sure this has a lot to do with uh, the way that um, production works um, within anime. But like it, I feel like I've seen that in other shows, even the ones that we've watched on this show, where uh, where like you know, particularly the more. Popular ones like say your uh, your mob psychos. I feel like the first season it, it had an ending, but like it really was a see in season two ending. Yeah, um, and 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 like it just it. I guess that makes sense given that like the the production schedules are always a bit um, brought. I guess I'll say like is that especially with COVID is that fair?
1: I I guess so. I um. I, I can only imagine how hellish that kind of thing is has been.
0: Yeah, one can only imagine. Um, but that's why it's so good that we're watching uh, a show that's already been done. Uh, that, that's
1: how I live my anime life, baby. <laughs> <laughs> why I watch something new when I could watch things that have been out for quite a while at this point? <laughs> that's
0: right. Um, well, uh, this week at Fujiko Mine, we, are, uh, uh, we, we ride uh, the highs and the lows of Fujiko. Um, I almost stopped believing you that, uh, the owls would come back. I, I, <laughs> I, almost, I almost thought, you know what? I think, I think she's, I think she's like pulling one over on me here. I don't think they're coming back. I think this is going to be a, a, a red herring. And then wouldn't, you know, it, uh, <laughs> in this, in this instance of, of Fujiko Mine, we get the owls back in, in a big, big way. Um, Yeah,
1: it was funny. I was gonna say that, like, this chunk of episodes is probably, like, the most, uh, I don't know, normal batch, uh, that we're gonna do, but then also the ways in which it goes off the rails and reminds you that there is a larger narrative is, like, some of the largest moments we've had yet, so...
0: Yeah, in in the last episode, uh, Jigen says it best of all, where he he says, you know, she's like a monster. The the last episode we'll talk about essentially Fujiko becomes like a slasher villain, like in terms of survivability and everything like that. She just that's what she that's what she is in this last episode. She she is she is the bad guy.
1: I have in my notes, Fujiko Terminator question. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's true. It's it's like, it's like, uh, like watching, watching her come out of the lava basically or something like that. <laughs> it really, it really is like, oh, finally we've, 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 we've put this river between us. Oh no. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, fantastic, uh, set of episodes. I'm really excited to talk about them. Um, any, any background you wanted to touch on in this? Because I know, uh, this is, this is, yeah, I mean, you, you, you live for, you live for the background.
1: um Not any of that, uh, that we need to get into right away. I don't think right.
0: fair enough. I think like, I think probably we've covered a lot of the voice actors and stuff already. So it um, doesn't shock me that we are at the point where we don't need terribly much. Uh, but uh, I am, I am going to say I really enjoyed the fact that all of our, all of our favorite people, Um, came back, uh, in this episode. Um, Oscar, uh, came back and was ridiculed for his, uh, for his hard work again. Um, that was great. Uh, Zenigata came back. Uh, we finally got, um, uh, Fujiko was able to tell Lupin that she'd had sex with Zenigata and taunt him about it. Um, just like all all the hits, we 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 played the hits really well this time around, as far as that goes, and I really appreciated that. Um, I liked all the callbacks, Un- unironically. I thought it was I thought it was very cool that they were willing to give that to us. We're getting a
1: lot of um, you know uh, characters coming together instead of them being on kind of separate paths this time, and mm-hmm. uh, that's it's kind of nice.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree, and that's like I I feel like that's a even for the little, the the relatively little Lupin I've seen, like that seems to be like a Lupin thing where like eventually at some point you're going to see them all sort of in different places or some of them in different places. And then like, eventually it's like, okay, we'll, we'll he, here we are. Uh, all, all our friends are back together again, because why not? Like that's, that's fun. Like the
1: character dynamics in Lupin are probably the thing that's made it last, um, you know, <laughs> what 40 50 something years at this sure. point yeah um because they're just they're, they're so individually strong but more importantly they just mesh really well together uh as as forces as narrative ideas so it, it's nice to see um this kind of play with like uh you know pairing up some unconventional stuff like like Fujiko and Goemon they don't get a whole lot together And they get two whole episodes because we had the one where they meet on the train and then we have uh, the next one uh, we're going to cover here, episode seven, (laughs) where they get uh, they get to reunite.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was cool. And also, I found myself thinking at the end of the last episode, because we see Jigen and uh, Lupin, I was like, where's where's my friend? Where's where's everyone's friend uh, uh, Goemon? And like the the. The show absolutely delivers and gives you Goemon in that last minute. I thought this is like there. There are moments where yes, playing the hits is silly, like it. It is you know cheap or whatever. In this instance, I really appreciate. It. Yeah, it, it
1: it 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 does a good job of immediately like you know like you start to ask you know where is Goemon and then boom he's right there. The show knows what you're going to ask and it delivers.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Um, yeah, no, it, it really, really good. Um, and, and yeah, definitely more of an ensemble piece at this point, even, even as, you know, I think, I think there's something to be said, uh, for how interesting the show is about like reminding you that it's an ensemble piece. And then when it, after like right after it reminds you of that introducing more about, uh, Fujiko, right? Like, like saying like, but don't forget, this is a show about Fujiko. Um, Like, I I think I think it does like an interesting little balance of that, Um, even so far as it kind of anticipates what you might want to see as a viewer, which I I always like. I always think that's um, that's a fun little trick.
1: It's neat to see them, you know, I mean, not that we haven't done it before in this show, but I was just like kind of appreciating it as I was watching these ones, Uh, just how novel it is to have a, a Lupin the third property episode that doesn't even have Lupin the third in it.
0: Right. Yeah. No. It, absolutely. Uh, like the 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 episode with with Goemon is is super fun because there's no Lupin. Like it it really, you know, I'm not I'm not a I'm not uh you know so uh so idiosyncratic or, or trying to be like uh you know super super out there wild to say like I don't like when Lupin's in it. Of course I like when Lupin's in it, but it is it is also true that like. I don't know. It's it's nice to have a little break and just see like okay, what are these two characters going to be like if they're like in a geopolitical episode together? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, so I mean, let's let's jump right into that episode because I think that's uh, it's one of our our most interesting ones. Now, I I said on Twitter. This was Che. I think I think the character stand in here for uh, Latin American leftist uh, revolutionary power from the sixties looks more like Che than Fidel.
1: Yeah, uh, he's he's like eighty percent Fidel, but he's he's got a lot of a uh, Che visually going on. It's
0: because it's because you can't make a Lupin show without um, just getting into the idea of a thin or striking uh, black beard that's fairly close
2: cropped.
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> the very, very uh, stereotypical kind of anime facial hair, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if you're
0: if you're not doing that, then what what are you doing at that point? Um, but uh, yeah, his name his name is uh, what? Like Fidele Kest. So like,
1: Philadel Kest.
0: Yeah, Philadel Kest. So, yeah, I mean, absolutely. He is uh, he's Fidel Castro uh, and he he's the he's the leader of the island of Carib. Yeah. Um, I, I remember
1: did. in the old fan subs i had i think he was they, they went even further with it where he was nice. like um like like i think they, I think they still used Philadelphia, but he was like kesto or something they really kind of <laughs> not not entirely wrong i see what they were going for
0: with that romanization but uh yeah i think a little like, more on the nose it's a it's it's a it's a very like i, I would hate to be the um i'd hate to be the uh the guy who, or the, the, well, I would hate to be the guy. I don't know who did the fan subs, um, doing the fan subs for this, because you'd get to, you'd get to basically like have the, uh, the, the, the tremendous honor of figuring out how much romanization to use here. Like, (laughs) is this just them saying Fidel Castro or am I, it's like, am I being like those, by like being as bad as the people who like in 1998 were like, look how this stuff is pronounced. <laughs> like um, they don't make it easy on you, but I do, <laughs> I do love how much they play with like uh, names. Someone compared it to uh, Jojo. I don't, I've never watched Jojo. Yeah. Um, I saw, I saw that on
1: Twitter. I was going to bring it up actually, cause it's pretty apt as a comparison. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know for sure. Like what, what, if that is apt, but okay, great. So like when JoJo references like Pearl Jam or whatever, that's that ends up being like sort of similar, where they just kind of have to shift the names around.
1: Like (laughs) it's it's mostly like you know uh, as you would expect, like just Pearl Jam or Metallica or whatever in Japanese. Like maybe one or two of the letters are different. But like the the official like English Romanizations, they kind of have to skirt the line because they know, you know, <laughs> this stuff's happening here in English speaking land and people
0: might be a little litigious. So yeah. instead of Pearl Jam, you'd get
1: like pole charm or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, it, it is pretty funny. Like it is. Um, I, I really like it. It struck me maybe about like five minutes in that I should not be taking it so seriously that I'm just like, Oh, there's a commentary here and just have fun with it (laughs) it, 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 for a second. You're just like, eh, I don't know. Like, is there, is there like a commentary about X, Y, or Z? And it's like, no, not really. Like the closest you get is, is the conversation that, um, Fidelity has with, um, or fiddle, I'm not gonna remember his name. The Fidel, the <laughs> Philodel, yeah. the yeah, Philadelphia <laughs> that's a ridiculous name uh, <laughs> that Philadelphia has with, with, uh, Fujiko about, about idealism. Like that's the closest I think you get to like legitimate, um, uh, you know, commentary on politics or whatever. Right. Um, and that's fine. Uh, the, the, the names are just very funny
1: yeah it, it's it's called music and revolution is the episode title and um like the, when they bring up that idealism stuff again he, he starts going on oh i like to dance to my own tune i don't like rock stars blah 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 <laughs> and then there's the uh well if you want to get in the history books why not just kill the beatles
0: why not yeah that's like the it, i i loved that so much because of course like you know the show someone pointed out too i, I i'm not gonna uh, go look at my twitter while i'm recording. It seems like. Uh, there, therein lies madness. But um, uh, <laughs> like the the someone said, I, I can't remember who said it was very similar to the or there were shades of the relationship with the uh, the woman who was sent to assassinate uh, Fidel and and sort of like fell in love with him or uh, you know became sort of ad, unclear if it's falling in love or whatever, but like decided not to kill him. Basically, right. Um, and yeah, I mean that's there. You know, like I, I I see I see what they're saying, but like it is it is this this sense of like um uh you know like there's there's an there's an element of history here but ultimately like the rest of the show it really is like okay what what would it be like if we just put fujiko in the loosest possible version of a, a, a historical context um, like there's no cell phones, it's not, you know, 19, it's not, it's not, you know, past 2000 fairly clearly, but the, the rest of the history is extremely vague. And I feel like even in this one, you know, obviously this is supposed to be like the Cuban Missile Crisis, but it is, it is extremely vague as well.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it was last session when we were talking about the, um, the extremely like seventies, um, schoolgirl, uh, episode, I said, uh, you, you won't be disappointed if you want more kind of not really period piece episodes, because this is it. This is they, they
0: go hard on it. They talk about the staring <laughs> contest.
1: Fujiko explains the concept of the doomsday clock.
0: I loved that. <laughs> literally, the line is, have you heard of the doomsday clock?
1: And she's not even talking to like anyone in, in the show. She's just like literally just addressing the audience. Like, are you guys aware of this? You, you hear about this? You, you know about this? <laughs>
0: it's so good um but yeah i mean it is it is like it's a funny thing because like the way they describe the doomsday clock and the way they sort of break down um you know mutually assured uh destruction and all that it is it does it does a nice job of um i don't know like making clear how ridiculous all of this is even the stuff like the stuff that's supposed to be somehow no good because it warns us in the, in the doomsday clock or whatever, um. you know, that like, in in fact, like this whole, the whole like warring quality of, of like, yeah, we'll all just die. Is it a premature strike? What's the, who's going to do it first? It's a blemish in the history books if we do a <laughs> premature strike. Like it feels as ridiculous as it would in any sort of like 60s movie about the, about the concept, which I found kind of, kind of impressive because I feel like I mean, Japan does a better job of I, this. is This is going to sound essentialist, but I, I think it's true. Japan does a better job of of um, uh, understanding the gravity of of nuclear weapons um, than I think American media does. Yes, um, and this is no different.
1: Yeah, I, I was struck by the same uh, kind of feeling because when I was watching it, I was just thinking, like, yeah, I maybe it's just the way that it's framed or something. But like, you know, if I was uh, a complete dum dum with no knowledge of uh of history or anything, and I was just taking this at face value, watching a lupon episode. I would I would think that the doomsday clock and and the and the and the nuke mutual destruction. I would think, oh yeah, no, this fits right in with all the other dumb lupon things I've seen. Yeah, this is silly. This is cartoony. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. No, this is it, a dumb plot. Absolutely. Yeah. And like it, it's. It's kind of like it. It reminds me of the way that that people talk about um, the Metal Gear Solid games too, and the way that like they yes. deal with they deal with uh, <laughs> nuclear destruction because like, oh, goofy old Kojima with his goofy ideas, and I'm like, no, no, this actually, this is actually real. Like, <laughs> it's goofy, but it's also real. Um, but yeah, he no, doesn't I,
1: even know how a pal key works. What a loser!
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, wow, I, cool robot. <laughs> woo <laughs> right over my head um but yeah no i i i really i really liked this episode for like the way it it dealt with history or whatever like the 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 approach was very enjoyable um did you uh what did you i don't know if you're reading the uh the descriptions on high dive um Andrew, no, I've
1: got the fancy Blu-rays. Okay,
0: I don't know if you've been reading the descriptions on your fancy Blu-rays or if they're better than the descriptions on high. <laughs> I hope so. Um, Andrew will uh, will you know tell anyone who will listen that I am uh, the the you know God's greatest idiot that reads the like the descriptions on IMDb or Annie List or something, and it is <laughs> it's always so bad. Like and and in this one, it was like, will will this like will this leftist uh, revolutionary find love with Fujiko where Lupin has failed? Um, <laughs> <laughs> not really what the episode's about, but okay. Sometimes
1: uh, I do dip into the Wikipedia summary. It's just because I was like, uh, at one <laughs> point I didn't want to like go back and, and just check for F- Philadel's name or whatever. And it didn't have it. So I had to do it anyway, but I think Wikipedia's episode summary was just like, uh, Fujiko and going on, uh, uh, are involved in a plot that very well lead to World War III, and I mean,
0: yeah, yeah, kind you're not of. wrong, but they're all very I'm, simple. They're mainly the ones who stop World War III from happening. <laughs> okay, I feel like, I feel like, if if if, if there's a description there, it's uh, America and Russia are involved in creating World War III, and uh, Goemon's ability to cut missiles in midair uh, saves us all <laughs> from destruction. I-
1: I'm sorry uh America, Russia. I've never heard of these. Do you I, mean y- the United States of americana and the nation of runinia
0: uh yeah no i do. I'm sorry. I was using the fake anime names <laughs> uh, thanks for using the real ones.
1: uh I yeah. lost my shit when they were like United States of Yamericana, the Oblong the office oblong,
0: the oblong office killed me. I loved the
1: oblong office so much that was so good.
0: I like I yeah, I almost I almost just screenshotted that and put it on because I was like, God, this is there's nothing better than the oblong. Of
1: I was so mad they didn't name Kennedy or Khrushchev because I wanted to know what they would have what they would have done with those.
0: Yeah, it's true. I didn't even think of that them as Kennedy and Khrushchev. That, you're absolutely right that that's them because like the reason I didn't was because. The guy doesn't look all that much like Kennedy. No, he really doesn't. The other guy looks a lot like Khrushchev. I gotta give him that. Like that good Khrushchev.
1: Uh, I should I should have watched uh, scene with the dub did because I want to know if the dub has a really shitty Kennedy impression. There's a dub.
0: Him. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We we don't get that on hide.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I watched it at some point because um, I for the most part I kind of like Lupin dubs and this one is interesting because it's technically like. Uh, two, two different Lupin dub casts kind of coming together because they had like, well, this guy retired and and this lady's retired, so we brought in these two from the other dub for mm-hmm. this dub. So it's it's got kind of an interesting, um, you know, uh, story to it. But I remember I did watch the dub at one point and think, yeah, that was fine. <laughs> I, I didn't have much uh, high praise for the, it.
0: The the problem is like the the subs are so good, like the. The, the like, I don't know, like, the, the voice acting for this is just wonderful. The Japanese voice acting.
1: Yeah. Um, this one has um, Michelle Ruff as Fujiko, who, who played her. She she plays her, like, all the time now. But mm-hmm. at the time, she just played her for, like, the 79 episodes of Part 2 that they dubbed way back when. Okay. Um, I, I like her fine as Fujiko, don't get me wrong. But um, I, I feel like she just doesn't capture the the... the the sensualness quite right like yeah the fujiko she played in the tv show she was in was was the more like goofy cartoon character kind of a thing and i don't think she's quite the right fit for the more serious stuff
0: i mean honestly like i i think the the woman voicing fujiko in the japanese might be one of my like favorite voice actors ever at this point like i just I, i i love listening to her talk
1: Miyuki Sawashiro, I one of my favorites of all time. Just the really best, really great.
0: Um, if you needed a reason to play Genshin Impact, <laughs> look, she's in that too. Um, if you're if you're looking to to kind of like you know have something in common with your uh, your like eight year old niece or something. Um, <laughs> I, I say that having put a lot of time into Genshin Impact and falling out of it, thank God. Um,
1: yeah, now you, now you're on Honkai Impact, it, which
0: is which is the game for adults.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is uh, that is that the uh, action figure to
0: Genshin's doll? Yes, that's well, no, I, they're both. I mean, they're both for adults, uh, very serious <laughs> people. Um, uh, but no, I, yeah, it's it's. Um, I don't know, like the the. The voice acting is wonderful in this, and like honestly, the dis- like the kind of like distance it gives you from the I don't know, like the sense of okay, this is actual history or whatever is right is like is so helpful. I think like it, it's nice to be to be reminded that like yeah, we're not actually in America and Russia. Like everyone's <laughs> speaking Japanese. Like it's not. No, and even it's a Russian accent, which I'm sure they would have in, in the dub. Like, <laughs> oh, definitely. I, there's no doubt. Just, just like really, really like milking it. Um, and I mean, I I get to I get to enjoy that watching the um, the Black Lagoon dub. So it's okay. Like I'm, I'm getting <laughs> that elsewhere. Um, but I, I do I do appreciate the that the, the the subs and the the Japanese voice acting kind of. Yeah, I mean, they, oh, they add to the dreaminess of the of the whole thing. Yeah,
1: the the performances across the board really solid.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, what did you think about the? Did you did you like? What did you make of like the 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 sort of like meaning of the uh, of the of the of this episode? Do you think it had a deeper meaning other than uh, oh, cool? Like Fujiko, Fujiko has gun. Fujiko is is in plane. <laughs>
1: um. It, it, it tries to ascribe meaning right at the very end the um the the secret oil oil field or whatever that right. the uh, former government was after uh which uh, uh Kest says to the media uh was was a lie that they that the former government used to try and garner political power and then fujiko like gets the secret from him right at the end and it's it's on the beach, and she's she's just chilling topless, and Goemon finds her, and he's like, you know, why why didn't you kill him? Um, she's like, all I wanted was was the uh, oil field, and I got that. And yeah. um, <laughs> I guess the um, the implication is that it's just like because Kess says something like, um, "What it really is is something our country needs more of," and I I guess like to me, I read it as like just a nice quiet place that no one else is involved in that no one else is is trying to
0: actually invade or whatever yeah no i agree and like the the i don't know like the the point of the episode seems to be the kind of i think very common uh you know mediation or um conversation with leftist politics that ends up being like you know i'm I'm for the people, which means like if, you know, if you're bad, it means that you, you want world domination and want to preemptively strike the United States or whatever. Um, and if, if you're good, like, like, um, uh, Philadelphia, um, you get to, uh, you get to say like, I'm for the people and I don't, I don't really care about me. And like, really, I just like, I want everyone to have a nice life. Um, and there's like, you know, he's called an idealist and everything like that. I think it's, I, I do think they they do a nice job of like playing around with the idea of like, oh, you're a rock star and how uncomfortable that makes him. Um, Yeah, I will say that like that's that's pretty, pretty effective.
1: I think uh, I think it does do a pretty good job of of still tying, you know, the, the nonsensical, you know, Matters in the huge case of the world that, you know, there, there was almost a world war three and all, but, um, tying that to Fujiko, what does it really matter? Yeah, and, exactly. Thematically tying it to like her just wanting somewhere quiet to be maybe, and then deciding, no, that isn't what she really wants after all. Yeah. I
0: think I, it works. Yeah. And I thought this was a good episode for like bringing up the concept of like, what do you want Fujiko? Like, cause this is like the first time people are asking it and I'm, I'm noticing that she's like hesitating. Like there's there I mean this is obviously um this is obviously something that uh is is like clear in the show from um uh the start. But like the 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 way that she is not just giving different answers, um, but like doesn't actually have an answer is it becomes clearer, like I feel like in this episode, in episode seven, um, than than it has been maybe 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 it's clear like that in the episode where Oscar is at the girls' school, but that is more of an Oscar episode than a Fujiko episode, if we're being completely honest.
1: And I do like the way they um, they kind of integrate that into, like, it, it, half of it is her framed as her teasing Goemon being kind of coy about what she wants or does not want. But then also y- you as the audience get the clue that maybe she herself doesn't really know.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. Because like there, yeah, that's that moment where she sort of repeats it to herself, right? Um, yeah, she gets to do the she gets to do the um she gets to do the thing where she um uh asks him to put oil on her back. Uh, <laughs> and then like he, he gets all bashful. Um she gets to call him Mr. Boyfriend, and it's fun and coy and stuff like that, but it is the first sort of indication that there's something um I don't know, like I don't want to say worse, maybe darker or less grounded, less confident uh, kind of at the base of, of Fujiko's whole persona. Um, Yeah.
1: There's like a, a a darker side to the whole devil may care attitude. Fujiko has, that's starting to become a little bit more apparent.
0: Yeah. And I think like, it's, it's not, it's not that like, that hasn't been something that the show has been concerned with. Like definitely it has been, but it's also like, it's something that, I don't think we felt like the actual real stakes of until these episodes. Um, so yeah. like, this was a, this was a fun way of getting that in there.
1: I also like that um, going on just uh, in, again, entirely just coincidentally runs into another, Hey, can you assassinate a world leader for me plot? <laughs>
0: he's, he's so <laughs> frustrated by these. <laughs> I, I just, I love what he's, what he's just like, he's like, Oh, can like, is this about politics like because <laughs> if it's about politics I'm out like it is not about me like not liking you know it's not about me like you know feel being political when we're there I just don't care like, and he says like he's like you know the, the guy goes well it's your job though and he goes no my job is training like very <laughs> very very goku of him um like absolutely have to have to have to hand it to him
1: he, he he got his his um political assassination uh, feet wet with the uh, with the <laughs> king trunk uh, whatever in the in the train episode and said never again.
0: I'm, I'm done with this. And then of course immediately, is uh, <laughs> <laughs> forced to politically assassinate someone again. Um, but yeah, I, I I mean, look, like it gives you this episode gives you everything you could possibly want. There's like there's at the at the you know the moment that things are going south for everyone in the entire world um the uh goemon comes on a top of a plot, prop plane uh pulls out a sword and chops some missiles in like four. uh very cool uh just just a great great set piece fujiko uh just just you know eating the scenery at all times good stuff all all around there's the why don't you just kill the beetles if you want to be a legend <laughs> thing which i mean in fairness we all do know who killed the beatles uh so um,
1: bitch yoko ono yeah
0: I, right? I was hoping you'd i hope you take that one <laughs> um but yeah no it's it's a it's a it's a fun episode i think like this is the one that's the most fun of the bunch
1: yeah um i i would say it's it's probably my least favorite of the 13 or 12 or however oh many interesting okay um i can understand that i i I I feel like it's just because I feel like all the other ones are just so much stronger than this one. This is kind of a throwaway one in my mind.
0: It feels a little bit like, I don't know, like, it it does feel a little bit like it's a... I don't really know how to say it. Like, it feels a little um, silly, I guess. Like, silly in the... In the like Lupin sense of like, oh, this is just one of the episodes. Let's let's like, let's put him somewhere tropical. Let's make it an air battle or whatever. Yeah,
1: um, I, I hate to say it, but Goemon showing up in a plane to slice some missiles is is kind of trite at this point. He's done it more than a handful of times.
0: Totally fun to watch. Like, absolutely. I will. I will oh, stand up and really shout well. that it's great. But like, yeah, no, it, 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 you'd expect it. It's fine. I think. I think the the sort of like oh, this is the Cuban uh, revolution and the Cuban Missile Crisis thing behind it is sort of, I don't know, it's not particularly um, good at covering the fact that it's kind of a filler episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's just not as well integrated as the others, in my opinion, because, I mean, compare this to uh, uh, Jigen and Lupin in the Pyramid, for example, it's just, that 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 has a lot more to do with um, you know those two characters learning a bit more about their interiority and how they react to Fujiko and how those three get along with each other. Hence the blood-soaked triangle title. And um, but this one, I mean, I get that there's not a whole lot you can really like do for Goemon because he's he's just a simplistic character in general. Right. But there's just not a whole lot of. It, it's more concerned with with the aesthetics of the Cuban Revolution than it is. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I mean,
0: the I loving guess. the loving quality with which they made Che Fidel is uh, <laughs> is, is proof of this. Um, I do think, yeah. I mean, I, I think if you you're right about about Goemon being sort of a difficult character to write in this in this show, but then like there is the episode with like uh, Fujiko as Maria and that like, which is an excellent episode. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, it's like they could do it. This one just didn't land as well.
1: Yeah. That, that had like the, um, the, the, the secret weapon of being the Goemon on introductory episode, So it had a lot to lean on with like how we introduce this, this silly character. And, but, how do you utilize him in this episode just isn't
0: quite as well realized. Yeah, I would agree. Um, also, it just doesn't look, I mean, it's, it's, it's a bummer because it's just like, it's not as good as the other two episodes we're going to cover. So, I mean, that's, that's not its fault necessarily. It's just where it lands in the, in the run.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a necessarily bad episode. Oh, it's I fun just, to
0: watch. I would say, I, you know, you put it on, I'd watch it, but, uh, oh, totally. yeah,
1: it, it's just out of the, out of the 13 or so it's i just don't think it's uh the strongest
0: yeah i would agree um so the next episode what do you think of this one
1: episode 8 dying day now this one i like this one this one's interesting
0: we can we can i think what's most interesting about it is that um we don't we get a we get a sense of like um what uh what the 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 people making the show think a lithograph is
1: yeah (laughs)
0: that that was pretty confusing I I... (laughs) ah the lithograph it's been burned by arson it's a giant tree i i like holographic
1: lithograph (laughs) also it's the world tree also by the way
0: (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) no it's 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 important it's wonderful um i mean listen like god god bless uh god bless old um whoever was whoever decided that uh, a lithograph is now a sculpture um <laughs> i'm i'm right there i admire i admire the vision absolutely
1: i mean you have uh, junji nishimura to blame for this one he he wrote it um okay he was a director uh, for a couple of different things. Uh, he did some of uh, Ranma. He did uh, Simone. He did some of You're Under Arrest, including the movie. Ooh. Uh, Neo Yokio, the, the classic okay. among Toblerone lovers. Uh, <laughs> as a as a writer, he also he, he wrote and directed *Bakuon*, which I don't know anything about, but I do know the name of. I feel like people might like it. I
0: don't know. I, I feel I, like I've heard that name before. Um I mean listen like I I think it is a I think it's a very bold um artistic statement to say this is a lithograph and I'm for it. Like <laughs> if you if you want to mess around with like what what a lithograph is or isn't uh and and take it as far as to say it's now a sculpture um at my my long um my long like uh, desiccated sense of being an art critic uh, immediately jumps at this. And I say, (laughs) I say right on, this sounds good to me. Um, Although it was hard to figure out what was going on at first, but I loved it.
1: Um, Totally. Uh, this, I, this one is definitely like baby watch it twice to really like soak it in because it's, it's weird in the good way though. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, I really like, um, so I really like the, uh, I don't know, like, I really like the sense of, um, I don't like mysticism plus like a kind of like deeply troubling, uh, organization in the shadows plus this, like the skull duggery plus there's like, there's a million things like for how much people love to post any uh, cross that Hidekiano has ever uh, <laughs> asked someone to include in in, in an anime, um, I'm surprised there aren't more people posting the the eventual fate of the uh, dying day fortune teller. Like the 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 cross hit by lightning, fire, death by fire, right before midnight. Very good, like ex- excellent, just on the nose. Wonderful. This episode is is paced so wildly. I kind of love it. It, it, like this one and the next one really do feel like I, I remember, like, <laughs> so I, I have a description of the of the ninth episode is like, uh, it's like basically they, they they sort of like lay it out like, uh, OK, this is going to be crazy. Like, it's like <laughs> Jigen and Lupod a steam room and and uh, and Fujiko's going nuts. You better tune in <laughs> <And> like <laughs> Um, I feel like on some level they're right about these episodes getting more and more surreal. Like they feel, they feel almost like a surrealist film or something like that, where like the pacing is intentionally thrown off and, and off-putting and strange, um, in order to, to kind of get you in the right frame of mind. Um, like the, 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 the sense of the whole thing stops being super important, um, even more so than in the first few episodes.
1: Like on the one hand, we are we are going downhill. We are picking up speed at an incredible rate, but also the setup is so like meticulous and and well done that you're you're just like you have enough time to just stop and smell the flowers while you're rolling down the hill.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, that, that's that's really well put because it's like you know the, the the episode has it has the the first sort of like Lup- Lupin Lupin Gigan team up uh, for real. Um, yeah, they're finally getting buddy, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 you know, you get some of the lore on why Jigan always has his own cigarettes. It's good stuff. Um, Lupin gets to drive a truck that has a monkey on it. Um, he, he makes, he makes Zenegata say to Oscar that he's a rookie again, which <laughs> it's poor, poor little poor guy. <laughs> like it's never, it's never going to happen. Um, but yeah, I, uh, you know, like, all the all the fun is in there, but then also there is like, I would say the last four or five minutes set you up really nicely for the last episode, where like it is it is serious from top to bottom. Yep.
1: Let's let, let's let's cover this episode a little let's bit. Do let's I, do I, it. I like it a lot. Um, so uh, it starts off with Fujiko admiring um, <laughs> this weird holograph lithograph thing. <laughs> this this giant tree she looks she looks kind of happy about it uh and then we go to jigen who is who's got a client who wants jigen to retrieve his dying day which what in the world is that well there's this famous fortune teller named uh shitoto chandler which is just a great name <laughs>
0: Shito- i always forget that the last name is chandler <laughs> <laughs> shitoto chandler bing <laughs>
1: You know good old Chizuru Stevens Everyone's favorite <laughs> But um So Shitoto has The gift to predict someone's Like exact moment of death Like
0: I guess down to like the minute Um It's pretty and, cool it's not a bad it's like a pretty Pretty good I don't know it seems like a pretty good uh Good gift to have Yeah I bet I bet you can make A lot of money off of that Apparently uh yeah I did like I did like the initial sort of um, the initial thing where uh, the guy is like, "Well, I heard that he could predict my death, and then he did." And what ended up happening was it robbed all of my like peace before death. So now I want you to enact revenge on him. And People are like, "That like the I forget if it's Jigen or or if it's someone else, but they're basically like, God, like, just stupid, like." like what a stupid thing like you, you you go ahead and look for this and then once you get it you you freak out and and like have to make it about someone else like it, <laughs>
1: yeah, it was Cheegan yeah
0: yeah it's really um, good
1: yeah because there's the part where he's like well why why did you want to know your dying day and then and then his client's like well I didn't really but the guy came up to me and said he could tell me so I was like why not <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even believe him but I'm pretty sure he's right now <laughs> So I want you to uh, to ruin his career, ruin his life. Uh, he, he gets he gets his his predictions from this lithograph.
0: <laughs> and, uh, Quote unquote. I, <laughs> I,
1: I want you to just obliterate him. And uh, Jigen's like, I, I, I don't know about all this, champ. And then the guy's like, no, seriously, it'll be great. Anyway, I'm going to die now.
0: Yeah. Instantly keels over uh, just like and, and Jigen says, maybe. May, I don't know. There's so many good lines in this episode, but maybe one of my favorite lines in this episode is Jigan going, wait, it's today. <laughs>
1: yeah. I was going to bring that up for sure. Cause so it was so good. good.
0: Yeah. Just like
1: there were the perfect amount of bewilderness in in his voice. Like, just,
0: why would you, why would you do this? <laughs> like, what are you doing? You uh, had
1: just enough time to call me up here, lay out the plan and then keel over.
0: Like, <laughs> He just, he knew, he knew what was going to happen. He, he figured it out. He's like, I got to call Jigen or else or else we're really, we're done for.
1: And the greatest part of it is just Jigen just goes along with it. Like, yeah, sure. No, I'll
0: do it. I had a job. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know why he does it, but he does it. It's really funny that he ends up doing it because like it, he doesn't seem to like his employer. He doesn't, the job confuses him. Um, but and he's not like he he's not, it's not like Gomon where it's like, oh, there's a sense of honor. He's just like, well, uh, all there right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just he comes in and says, like, look, I don't want to kill you. I just need to, you know, ruin your lithograph. Um, lithograph is already ruined by arson, uh, Shitoto tells him. And he goes, Oh, great. Um, I guess I can go.
1: <laughs>
0: um
1: at some point, uh, Zenigata and Oscar are reviewing some uh, a series of deaths that uh, all are connected to both um, Lupin because they're all Lupin's victims, and they have all come into contact with Titoto.
0: I really loved the uh, the the part where <clears throat> uh, Oscar's saying there's been like these thirteen deaths, and he's like they're unconnected, and Zenigata clearly is frustrated. He's like, "Well, why are we considering them as connected? Then, like, what is the point?" And he goes, Well, they're all lupon's victims, and Zenigata is instantly like, I'm on board, let's go. Like
1: <laughs> Well, why didn't you say so? <laughs> <laughs> it rocked so much. This is like, Yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> Single track mind. <laughs> that that that's a little bit more of the Zenigata I'm familiar with. That mm-hmm. that's that's hometown Zenigata for me.
0: Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Like the Competent and cruel Zenigata makes no sense to me. Zenigata, who constantly like will just like point his head in any direction that someone says lupon in, is the perks one I, his ears I, like, up like a dog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like you said, Jigen uh, had had gotten to Shitoto and was learning that the uh, the lithograph was indeed. Uh, arsoned up and then Oscar and, and a bunch of other policemen kind of corner them. Um, they get, they get Jigen, but as Jigen is being stepped on by the cops, you kind of looks like he's maybe in cahoots with them. Doesn't, doesn't look like he's getting, uh, apprehended or anything.
0: Yeah. And, and he sort of, he, he ends up kind of laughing at Jigen too. He's basically being like, Oh, well, I'll talk to you later. Like, yeah, good, good <laughs> luck. And, Jigen, Jigen doesn't seem happy about this. Um and I mean no, he would be. But uh as they're
1: trying to go back to the station with in the patrol cars and such, that's that's when Lupin shows up with a, a ridiculous van with a monkey on it and uh just it does a does a speed racer ass kind of maneuver. Perfect where he perfect
0: just, perfect van. I just like zero notes. Perfect stuff.
1: Like I can, I can, almost see the letters on the steering wheel. To, uh, to, uh, for all the gadgets this thing has, it it, it pulls the police car in sight of it. They they crash the one Oscar's <laughs> in. They they get Jigen in there. Um, the the cop who is like in the car with Jigen, he's starting to go out, and then Jigen just wangs him with a frying pan. Because <laughs> I guess I guess Lupon's van is like maybe it's a. a fake culinary event i don't know there's I, a frying pan it's great
0: it's great yeah it's really good that he just has that in the back um i i, I appreciated that so much it it's a was, really
1: good wang noise too when whang. it gets him in the back of the skull exactly <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh god it's so good
1: so Lupin uh, saves Jigen, and Jigen. There's this great bit where where Jigen just goes up to the uh, to the car next to lupon and he's completely unperturbed by the entire events that have unfolded, the ridiculous car things that have just happened, and he just straight up goes for like, "Hey, you got a smoke on you?"
0: on <laughs> <laughs> these suck. These are crap. That's quite a thing to say to someone who just saved your life. <laughs> um and then then pan up into the the best uh this is not chicago but what if it was chicago skyline that i've seen since gunsmith cats like very <laughs> good like you know absolutely 100% can recommend uh gigan and Lupin riding on the 9094 uh, for for our chicago land friends But yeah, so this this is where the the episode kind of kicks in because you get you finally get the team up that we've we've sort of like been been hinting at this 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 meeting of the minds. Essentially,
1: we last saw them uh, decide they had no reason to be at each other's throats. And now here they are, one of them busting the ass to save the other's ass. It's cool. Like
0: it's it it is like, you know, there's a I don't know how to say this. Like there's. There's a clear sort of like camaraderie between uh, Jigen and Lupin in, in the, in the show itself. Like, you know, obviously that's sort of like a major, major part of it. Like they're always together. They're all, they always sort of like, well, not always together, but like whenever they're working together, they sort of have a, an understanding of like, you know, the way each other works. Like they trust each other. Um, you know, they, it's always like in this episode is the first time where like Jigen is on a roof, like sniping first time you're you're like oh yeah that's just like that's just like you see him in lupon all the time um he's just he's always like in the background ready to help um and there's like a there's a kind of like i don't know how to say this like a sentimental way of getting there and i'm i'm pleased that they didn't go that way like i'm pleased they were sort of like they were like no no like these two are just they're they're still like, you know, the old, they're, they're just knuckleheads, but they're gonna, they'll get there slowly. Like they'll sort of just learn to trust each other.
1: Yeah. They don't, they don't put a whole lot of weight on it at first. It's very much like, I don't know when you finally go, all right, coworker, I'll go drinking with you. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it is. It is a, it is a like, okay, I guess, I guess we're buddies now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really cool. Like the, um, uh, you know, the, the, the kind of like, uh, camaraderie between them and the, but also like the, the, the grudging sort of like a fine, this is boring what you're asking me to do and stuff like that. It feels, <laughs> it feels good. It feels like it feels both, um, true to the series, but also, um, kind of its own thing.
1: Yeah. The, the reason Lupin does all this is because Jigen was clearly like trying to do something with Chitoto. And it turns out Lupin uh, has heard of everyone uh, who Lupin himself has been involved with uh, dying and Chitoto being sort of a, a linking thread in this whole thing. So since he's got a little bit of information with Jigen and since he saved Jigen's butt, he's like, hey, are you in? And then Jigen's like... Well, I don't want to owe you a favor, so yes,
0: yes, I'm in. <laughs> I <High> guess, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's really good. It's like it's it's exactly what you'd want to see, um, and it's good that he is because um, we find out essentially that um, it's not just Shitoto, uh, but also um, also Fujiko. Fujiko is involved as well.
1: Yes, there is uh, a little bit of a flashback sequence where. Um, Chitoto is given uh, the task of forcing the knowledge of death to the, uh, the victims of the third by uh, a man with a spooky owl head. One that we've uh, been seeing throughout Fujiko's little episodes.
0: Yeah. And, and this is like, it's something where we get that early on and then we get it again later in the episode when we'll get there. And this is the first time that the spooky owl head actually feels spooky in, in in the way it should like like troubling almost i guess like not yeah. just like oh weird like a, an owl guy like it, it feels kind of like awful to look at
1: because all the other times they were just like i guess um like fujiko's memories or or just a, a nightmare maybe or a dream just some sort of like heightened um not quite reality right. um, like weird imagery thing owl people but this one there's just a regular ass guy with an owl head in real life interacting with a character incredibly terrifying exists. person like yeah just yeah.
0: absolutely did like 100 did not want to look at him for too long like just scary like i don't know yeah really really troubling looking character um, and they do a good job, too, because they really like
1: they they play the same like uh, unsettling like organ sense thing or whatever. Yeah. During the whole scene where he's he's there.
0: And it's it's like the, yeah, it, it it's I was actually thinking about the music a lot this time around because they they have like a really that really nice jazz. And we've talked about that before, but like. It, 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 like in the shoot in the shootout scene between Oscar and Zenigata, and no, I'm sorry, Oscar, yeah, that would be a good one. Uh, Oscar <laughs> and, um, uh, Jigen and Lupin and Fujiko, like, uh, there's a shootout scene where basically all three of them are, are shooting at the police. Um, and as, as, um, Shitoto says, the more characters, uh, the better the play, uh, which I, I thought was pretty cool. Uh, but like, you know, it is, it is this moment where, um, the, the, the music kicks in. It really like, it really works. Right. Um, but the, the music that that Fujiko gets for her flashback to her childhood is, um, yeah, it's a synth hit and it's also just like really, really glitchy. And like, I don't know, it sounds like kind of horrible to listen to, uh, but it's still really cool, but it's just like, it's not pleasant in any
1: way it's it's really well done unsettling like it just doesn't feel
0: right yeah yeah absolutely like it feels it feels really really wrong to listen to um and you know still like good musically which is not an easy thing to do um, it it really
1: does convey like the heightened sense of of non-reality with all those sequences and then just to see it like uh, equally applied to here in the real life, the the real world, the, the owl man existing for realsies. It, it's great. It's a good little touch.
0: Yeah, and especially because like I feel like at this point, and I'll, I'll just like speaking for, speaking from my own experience, like at this point, I you know had started to think like okay, like the owl stuff is a really interesting theme. Uh, even even like watching the theme song this time around, I was like, you know what, like I don't necessarily know that we're gonna see owls and the owl head like really come through as like an an idea as like a a, a theme that we're going to have to like grapple with or character or something and that's fine like it's 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 okay we don't it doesn't need to um and it does come through as like as a as a thing which is like cool um and i think the fact that it comes through here specifically like this is uh is pretty neat like it is it's it comes out of nowhere but also like the fact that your immediate thought is oh it's real um and being sort of like a little unnerved a little surprised by that is um is really fun
1: yeah because i mean you're never really sure like you know if they're ever gonna go there all this stuff is just in fujiko's memories or or you know in a dream or something and it's just it's cool to be like oh this is actually a thing we're going to have to deal with that isn't just like past trauma or something right exactly existing trauma
0: Right, and, like, it, it is, like, you know, it would be, I mean, it would work uh, still if you did, like, okay, this is about, this is, you know, Fujiko is dealing with this, and, like, the owl is, a, is like, an emblem of it or something like that. Like, sure, that works, too. Um, it's just, like, it, it. it's so much more interesting that it's actually, like, a real thing, as you say. Um, and also, you get to sort of see the first time, I think, may, I mean, maybe there are there other times, but it's the first time in my memory that Fujiko kind of like cracks a little bit at the end of this episode.
1: Yeah. Um, like the closest I can think of besides that moment is, um, when she's near the aqueducts in the, uh, in the fan of the opera episode. Mm, yeah. Cause she like, she, she just pauses and then like the, she, she remembers the words of the, why they're calling it the river oblivion or whatever. Oh and yeah. She, she kind of like she, she, she triggers her own little episode there, but it's very brief and it's like very, uh, very quickly, um, broken off by, um, her getting ambushed or whatever. But, uh, it's definitely a lot more like
0: palpable this time around. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, the, the, the way we get there is essentially, um, Jigen and, well, <laughs> Lupin finds Shitoto, uh, and, finds him by teleporting in the back of his car yeah don't, don't worry about it Lupin's very good at getting into the back of people's cars uh
1: <laughs> very lupon very nice to see you. brings me right back home etc oh yeah
0: it's it's really good um but yeah so so Lupin Lupin shows up in the back of his car um we basically get a moment where um chitoto's like well uh so what do you, what are you going to do to me? Like, what is, what's the, like, what's the idea here? And and he's like, well, I'll shoot you if you don't tell me about like, you know, why you're, why you're killing all these people. He goes, I'm just predicting their deaths. And he goes, oh, there's a lot of ways to kill someone. Um, what about a tiny pill that can like that can live in your stomach for years? <laughs> Um, Shitoto oh, that says, you that you feed
1: your victims by uh, by inducing a hypnotic state into them,
0: <laughs> and Shitoto snaps his fingers and says, "Ah, you got me, Lupin. That is what I do." <laughs> uh, one of one of the more wild uh, speculations, but it is it is how Shitoto one of the ways that Shitoto manages to uh, to get to his victims. But as as Lupin points out, there's like you know you can always. Um, there's ways of killing someone. Basically like you can, you can, you can always find ways to kill someone over time or like make sure that the time of death that you predicted uh, comes to pass. And Shitoto says, yeah, okay, you're right. Like I used to be better at this, but I lost the gift.
1: Did you pick up um, the, like, I I didn't really notice it until this, this watch through, but um, the way like Lupin is, is talking about the, the like, Oh, you, 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 put them under the influence with like, you know, some sort of hypnotic drug or anything. Like I, f- I forget the specific way he phrases it, but it, it immediately um, made me think of the, the first episode, the, uh, the four Oile cult and their, their weird, um, uh,
0: super drug or whatever. Definitely. Yeah, no, no, totally. Um, I think it's a good callback. And like, honestly, a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of the things they talk about in the heist elements of these episodes, like brought me back to thinking about, Like, especially in the last episode too, where like the, the, the idea of the, well, we'll get there, but the painted woman as the treasure, um, and, you know, being careless about the merchandise and stuff like that. Like it, it does like, there's kind of an intensification of the heists in a way that like they become more serious the second time they come around.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, no, I I, I, I like that too. I, I hadn't really thought about it as like a, a, an explicit commentary on it, but I think you're totally right, um, or like a callback, rather. Uh, yeah, so he 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 sort of he draws out these ways that this this guy, um, our our friend, uh, is is killing people, basically, <laughs> and uh, you know the guy says, well, you know, you, you, no way you can prove it, so I'd like you to leave my car. Um, and, and Lupin says I'll, I'll just shoot you I mean that could be fine too um, and so he he eventually just takes him to the, the drop-off point because he knows he's getting the lithograph um, and who should be uh, selling the lithograph but Fujiko herself
1: but it is important to note uh, that <laughs> Shitoto does say uh, to Lupin that he uh, under threat of gunshot to head uh, that he apparently uh, is is being forced to do this by someone to test Lupin
0: very to see if he is fit for Fujiko Mine. and 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 Lupin says ah he interesting um it's like even he's getting involved <laughs> this is like the strangest i feel like Lupin's uh, uh um Priorities here a little a little wild. Um some, somewhat skewed, maybe. Just like just like, oh, a guy's involved. Some some mysterious guy. Well, now I'm now I'm invested. Not, Consider my interest peak. <laughs> you don't say some strange mysterious figure. Um But yeah, I mean Lupon Lupin basically uh you know admits at this point that um uh he's interested, and then uh Shitoto says, like, and also the thing about me is um, I used to be able to tell the future um, and I, I can't now because uh, mainly just because I lost that ability. Um, the, the power
1: waned or something.
0: Right. Yeah. Something like that. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a real shame. He, he's, he's, uh, he, he lost the touch. Um, but uh, he, he does say like, listen, um, what, I hope to get it back at some point. Like uh, he kind of implies that I, I forget if he applies in the car or not, but he sort of, at some point he implies that if he finishes this quest, he can get his powers back.
1: Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's part of the deal with the owl man, perhaps. Right. Right. Um, so there's a great little bit where, oh, yeah. um, uh, you know, they're, they're, uh, Fujiko is there trying to sell back the lithograph and, uh, it's a very pointless little diversion, but I feel like someone was like, "Wait, we're doing a Lupin show, right? So at some point we have to have like the perfect latex mask thing going on." Yes,
0: yes, so good, absolutely right there for it. I love it. So
1: it's Lupin disguised as Shitoto trying to buy the uh, the thing back, and then Fujiko is immediately like. Lupin, knock that off. Like, what? How did you know? I saw you from behind the pillar staring at my
0: ass. Come on. Shitoto wouldn't do that. (laughs) Only one person would do that.
1: I really wish Shitoto, like, in the trunk was like, I would have, (laughs) though. It's it's fine. It's a good one to me. I like it. It's an extraordinarily fine (laughs) ass. (laughs)
0: I I do like I do like how just like miserably like used Chitoto is in this in this episode just (laughs) yeah absolutely like I mean not that he's a good person necessarily but like I'm not even sure he deserves all that he gets in this
1: episode. because because when the reveal for that happens they of course like pop the trunk open and he's you know gagged and and got his wrists tied and lupon stole his clothes obviously so he's in nothing but his embarrassing box yeah absolutely just
0: like just looking like the ghosts and goblins guy like it it starts pouring rain (laughs) poor guy like I, i not not a good person obviously like a murderer and and putting everyone through hell but and he, you start to feel for him. He's used so badly in this bit. Um, <laughs> but at this point, also, uh, the police show up. Uh, this is where the police show up, right? They also yes, show up exactly. here. Yes, there's two times they show up.
1: Shitoto um, says that, like, th- th- this is the part where Chitoto is like, oh, um, you know, by the way, my powers were real. I hope to get them back someday. Right, um, And then he declares, like, My final act is going to be telling you your dying day, Fujiko Mine, and she's like, "Ah, that sounds stupid." (laughs) Didn't didn't you just say your powers weren't there? They weren't real or whatever? I don't. I'm not really listening. I I don't really care about what you're saying.
0: I really liked like when when he's like, "I'll tell you your dying day," and like it is it is like a it would be like a a a shocking thing to hear someone say, and Fujiko just kind of laughs. She's like me, (laughs) like why would you want to do that? Like do something important, like.
1: A very, a very, uh, Miss like, ha, like, no, <laughs> yeah, not me.
0: It is a very Miss <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it's 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 fantastic. I mean, I, you know, absolutely, just telling him exactly where he stands. Um, and he does it in such a dramatic way too, like the framing of it's like very,
1: very like, uh cinematic like you know you got the shot of him like you know arms arms raised to the heavens the camera pointed up at him the the lightning
0: strikes I will tell you your dying day no everyone (laughs) just starts kind of (laughs) laughing what even then that's when they start getting shot by police yeah even Lupin's like uh okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then yeah and then the police start shooting um they they have to they have to um quick take cover behind the car um, the the Oscar what, is there, trying to regain some of
1: his dignity uh, from last
0: time. Poor Oscar. It's hard. It's hard to. He, he's a, he's a hard villain, not to like. Even though he's a he's a, a terrible misogynist and and uh, a bad person, he you know the whole show is full of terrible misogynists and bad people, and he's like much like Shitoto. Yeah, you can't help but feel bad for him. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's you know they're they're all kind of. Uh, Miser- L- lost Jegan to a
1: wacky races shenanigan happening.
0: <laughs> Honestly, that really—that <laughs> must have been awful. Like, just like <laughs> you have the guy in your truck, and all of a sudden, this uh, <laughs> this impossible car starts shooting out uh, slogans for monkey dry cleaning at you. Um, no
1: inspector you don't understand he was dick dastardly he had the butt <laughs> and everything
0: all right well I guess uh, I guess I couldn't couldn't give this to a rookie like you no <laughs> please no more desk work no <laughs> um so yeah it's uh it like I I at this point um Oscar's shooting he's trying to get him there's the great jazz soundtrack going on and eventually um Fujiko kind of kind of... Breaks off, and so does Shitoto, and they they engage each other um, essentially on this like back catwalk area behind the the area that the sale was happening. And w- how would you describe Emily? What what that what that looks like?
1: Uh, I I would say uh, Shitoto has a bit of a, a revelation as <laughs> lightning strikes. He he. As things get more and more dramatic, Shitoto suddenly is just like, "Ah, no, I see. Everything is clear to me now."
0: And then he, and get, he, he tells, gets gets uh, gets stuck in the ground by a metal pole, which is also <laughs> a cross.
1: <laughs> and uh, he 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 might be seeing his own death, maybe. But uh, before that, he 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 gets all all worked up and and is yelling about, you know, Fujiko. I I will fulfill my contract with. Count Louis U. Almeida.
0: Good job remembering the name. I <laughs> went in one ear and out of a, out of the other. I gotta say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, upon hearing this name, that is when Fujiko has the uh, extreme uh,
0: trauma flashback. Yeah, yeah, really. Like you know, the 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 sort of. I mean, we talked a little bit about the um, the way that the end credits are offputting. Um, and and troubling uh this really you know puts paid uh our
1: concerns (laughs) (laughs) this is this is one of the most like
0: uh well this is kind of fucked up bits yet (laughs) yeah exactly like there's like and not i mean honestly just like fuchiko remembers having a hand put in front of her face and uh and the the owl man like laying down on top it's like really really awful like
1: yeah, like he reaches through like a magic barrier and the next thing you know, he's just like forcing himself on her. Ugh.
0: Yeah, it's it's really it's really rough. Um...
1: And like this time you actually get to see like the camera linger a little bit on like on, on Fujiko in the present day, like reacting to hearing this name and having the, the, the traumatic flashback. Mm-hmm. Like you, you see just her kind of just really being affected by it just physically, mentally, everything.
0: Yeah, and the the I think like the really interesting thing about that too is um, she she has part of her reaction is she just like she just shuts down right like it it's the it's the way that oh, it, yeah. it stops being fun for her and starts being this like very real like okay like I'm I'm kind of done uh, having a good time. yeah like this
1: whole like you know fujiko wasn't a huge factor in this episode uh you know until this moment it it just seems to be another completely normal i'm trying to make a quick bunch of money bucks here fujiko yeah and then this this exact thing
0: happens and then she just she shuts down Mm -hmm. and like it is it's this it's this it's the same moment she shuts down. It's like a, a number of things happen at once. She shuts down. Shitoto says, oh, it's my dying day. Oh, I see. It's my dying day. Um, and Fujiko Damn. sees there's a a, uh, a broken wire on the ground, an electrical wire. Um, and uh, she shoots the wire and electrocutes him with no mercy. <laughs>
1: She just she she ominously walks forward, looks at the cable, fires the gun, which causes the cable to like uh, leap towards him, I guess, like brush him in the leg or something. Start electrocuting him and burning him alive
0: one minute it, before the day
1: changes. It is it is so I it, it the way he dies is so cool. And because they rocks, have the great. The, the the shot of like the lightning uh making a shadow of of his vision of death which is just him being electro crucified or yep, whatever yep. you want to say and like
0: the 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 sound of the flame is in the back it's really it's very good he's
1: he's screaming you, you get to see like his 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 pupilless eyes just go nuts yeah it's it, it's it's cool it's a cool death it's a fucked up death and you know uh, at the same time you're thinking like didn't Fujiko say she never kills unless it's absolutely necessary?
0: Doesn't she take offense at being called a murderer? She killed in the beginning of this episode too. She shot those two guards in their heads. Yep. <laughs> she does not care. Um starting starting to get the feeling this Fujiko lady likes to kill people. Um but yeah, no, it's 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 really cool and it sets us up for <clears throat> The next episode, which uh, if you were worried that they were going to drop that and uh, and not expand on the uh, the the trauma, don't worry. Uh, They're going to they're going to expand on that trauma.
1: Episode nine, love wreathed in steam. This is another one um, done by the the lead writer,
0: Mario Kada. Okay. Um, Actually, you know, before we get to nine, let's take a small break. Let's do it. All right, so we're back. Um, you were saying before we left, Emily, uh, this is uh, Mario Kata.
1: Yes. She's done... Uh, I think she does, like... I, I Let me see. I have the number here somewhere. Um, she wrote seven episodes of this. She, oh, she's wow. the uh, primary writer for it. She's, she's the script supervisor, so she checks everyone else's work and makes sure it, it fits in with everything else. Sure. Um... It, this one's a doozy. This one's great.
0: It it is yeah, it's um so I mean we we started off with um we started off with our our new our new best friends uh, J- uh Jigen and Lupon. Um they have another job going on. Not only that, but they've taken a little
1: vacation to, uh, the land of the rising sun. <laughs>
0: I love, I love that. Like this one starts in the same way that I, that I expect like a lot of sort of like goofy fun. I mean, not just anime, but any sort of like two guys, like sometimes they fight, but they're best buds Got <laughs> like a uh, crime drama or whatever to go. Cause it's just like, it's just Lupin and Jigen, um, Jigen is trying to win at this crooked game, uh, shooting game. He can't win, even though he's like, you know, obviously an incredible shot. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the guy keeps saying, oh, you got to it in the right place, you know, keep trying. And eventually he just, you know, um,
1: pulls out the Magnum blasts the whole thing wall collapses, ruins the stall really takes good. his prizes. I'll
0: take this one. Yeah. He says, um,
1: he gets a little stuffed thingamajig and a little toy magnum because of course,
0: yeah, of course. No, it's really good. Like it's good for him. Good, good, good for everyone in this instance. Um Jigen talks about, um, you know why
1: he's sticking around with Lupin. He's like, well, I, I got nowhere else to go. I got no money, uh, no home and you're offering me a vacation.
0: I'm extremely broke. Like, <laughs> listen, this is, there's only so much I'm going to be able to do, uh, Vacation sounds nice. Let's, uh, w- what are we up to here? Um, and what they're up to, it turns out is, uh, stealing something.
1: They are, uh, they, they make it to the, the human art exhibition, I guess, of, of this
0: festival. It's a, yeah. And, and the artist is trying to make, he's a, he's a real Andy Warhol looking guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely just tossing, tossing some real accusations over at old Andy. Um, who as as far as i'm to understand did not uh, in, engage in human uh, trafficking as part of his art um you know never never say never he might have i guess um i really wish we could have gotten a Philadelphia cast name for andy
1: warhol i'm so disappointed <laughs>
0: i can't i can't even like i can't even imagine what it would be it's, it's <laughs> um, but uh yeah it's um essentially it's andy warhol and and he's running the circus where you can buy the uh the the poor people who are now like basically art um
1: he he tattoos he has tattooed like a bunch of of intricate designs and symbols onto a a little like a baby basically but now she's grown up into a, a young woman and now like the designs have like you know, further stretched with her skin as it grows, and now it's like a, she's a living piece of art.
0: Yeah, really, really cool and good thing to do to a person. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> and she's, she's
1: basically with like the rest of the freak show too. Because mm-hmm. she's the kaleidoscope woman, where they call her, which you know, pretty cool name. And I mean, she, she does have a coworker who is just a lady who's like pulling a snake through her nose and her mouth. I like that I lady like a
0: lot part. because of, because of the way she just couldn't do it and started like yeah. choking and being like, I did this 15 times today.
1: <laughs> yeah. She's, she's got kind of like an accent, like, sorry, y'all. It's
0: really good. Like, yeah. No, it's okay. <laughs> that chick rules. Yeah. Like you take a rest. <laughs> you, you earned it. Um, but
1: yeah, uh, another bit I really like, too, is that uh, because it's this festival, there's a lot of foreign tourists mm-hmm. and they've got their little um, their little portable, like translating Walkman that's that's going
0: through the narration of the stage show. I loved that. I really liked that a lot. Uh, I liked that, like there, there were a bunch of times where they were just like the tourists would be like, wow, I'm here. Geishas. Oh, my God. Woo. Geisha, Japan, Yakuza. <laughs> it's really good. Very good. Yeah, definitely. Like just please, please tell me how, uh, how much of a pig I am. Um, I'm, I'm here for it.
1: Uh, v- very, uh, Yakuza side mission foreigners.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it's true. They would absolutely fight Kiryu, uh, for no good reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, um, in this place, uh, you know, like they, they, they find this woman who's been tattooed. They, you know, there's all sorts of people who, there's all sorts of things you can buy in the magical realism carnival of human art um but this woman uh is is what's being stolen and uh and Jigen and Lupin have a plan that you know instantly goes awry which is fine uh, <laughs> it's it's how it goes um but they uh they have to get up on stage and try and and try and steal this woman and they are being um uh blocked by someone who looks like she's wearing the same thing as this woman was before she got on stage and took all her clothes off. Uh we don't know who it is, and and I I for one have no idea who it could possibly be.
1: Well, after a little bit of commotion, after the the figure tries to uh to make away with the girl and and she uh goes through with part of their plan and, and takes out the stall, the uh the the cloak is pulled off and it's Fujiko oh, of all people come who on. would have known. <laughs>
0: At this point, though, it's is where the episode takes uh, a bit of a turn away from its formula uh, as, uh, you know, Lupin and Jigen grab the girl and run away. Um, and Fujiko is just trying to blow them all away. Like she has zero concern. She's for out girl. for blood today. She Like she wants to just kill uh all three of them and as i lupon Lupin gets to pull a uh maybe it's that time of the month as the <laughs> yes. as the as the show as the uh, the shot goes ominously to the moon um <laughs>
1: very
0: very good like very, thank you mario Kana and <laughs> sayo yamamoto very very good work uh absolutely appreciated um but uh, as we find out, it's not that it's that time of the month it is it has something it's, it's much deeper than that uh, for for Fujiko um, but we don't find that out until the end. And up until that point, she is pursuing them with a uh, with a a truly terrifying uh, verve.
1: Something I think is interesting is that, um... I, unless i'm mistaken unless I, I i misremember this is the first time we've seen fujiko in like the sexy spy cat suit yep i think you're right
0: um which is a fairly common look for her in in lupon right
1: right yeah. yeah um not 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 like a, a standby like you're not gonna see her in that like you would see lupon in the jacket or right. in the hat or something but you know it's definitely um you know fujiko shorthand we'll say um and i think it's interesting that this is the first time they 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 choose to depict her in that way because all the other times you know she's she's you know having having her little caper in her little outfits having having a time but this this feels like all business no fun and she's just she's got the machine gun just going trying to gun them down
0: yeah and like not just like in in the fun kind of teasing way like up close personal trying to shoot all of them including the girl uh, which surprises uh, Lupin and Jigen. Um, as, as well you might imagine it would
1: <laughs> But they managed to get away and they're hanging out in their hotel room. they're all they're all in in kimonos now. Listen like
0: uh, you got you gotta get comfortable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um, the girl she you know I, I would assume she's probably like 15, 16, something like that. But uh, she can't talk or anything. They they never really socialized her or 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 treated her like a human. Yeah, they or definitely. Anything. This
0: is definitely like the the feral child episode where they're just yeah like, raised
1: by wolves, except you know wolves of Wall Street.
0: <laughs> that was good. <laughs> you should you should make sure make sure you copyright that one. Um, <laughs> No yeah it but you're right like it is it is the, it's basically like what if what if this like artist was so messed up that uh he he was not just selling this girl but she was like essentially um like a blank slate because he you know he considered her a piece of art not a person. Uh um, Right.
1: And even Jegan takes takes umbrage at that. Even Jegan, woman hating extraordinaire, thinks that's a pretty fucked up way to treat a woman.
0: Yeah, Jegan Jegan doesn't like how he's, he's like. Why would you do that to a woman? Um,
1: would yeah, you, uh, specifically a woman, not like why would you do that to a person, but why would you do that to a woman? Which I think is is interesting, kind
0: of remarkable for Jigen. Um Not not the biggest fan of women, um, right? Where to understand, uh, but. Uh, he he likes her uh, and and not like not in a creepy way. Uh, Lupin kind of Lupin teases him yeah, as if he did. Yeah, Lupin <laughs> accuses him of, of liking her in a in a creepy way. And he says, no, it's not that it's that it I want her to be like happy, even though he says to her at one point, like, it's going to be hard for you to be happy because of the way that your life went. Uh, but I hope that you can figure it out and be happy. He um,
1: gives her the little stuffed thingamajig he won at the at the rigged shooting game. Yep.
0: And she loves it. It's like her her very first sort of, it's the only toy I guess she's ever been given in her life. Um it makes a little jangly noise. It's great. It's a cool, yeah, it's a neat toy. Um yeah, so it's 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 a very wholesome sort of scene. Um Immediately cut down by <laughs> gunfire from Food. <football. laughs> yeah. Lupon <laughs> kicks the table up, immediately sort of has the thing of like, oh hey, Hang on a second, everyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like that moment. Yeah, it, 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 it's played very quickly, um, but there totally is is that moment of like, all right, let's just let's pause for a moment here and scene. Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> we are we're we're gonna get shot at now. This is uh, Fujiko is remember. I don't know if you remembered how crazy she was before, but um, and this is where they even start remarking on it. Chigan um, says like, is she trying to kill us? <laughs> sort of hinting at the kind of like flirty non-serious sort of like life-threatening elements of the previous episodes. Um in this case now uh Fuchiko is not uh she's not holding back.
1: There there there's no fun in this chase. This is um they they are in danger. They're in danger. The girl is in danger.
0: There's a wonderful uh scene where they're they're basically fighting on um they're fighting on like those, those carts that take you up the mountain. I guess that would the little cable cars. Yeah, cable yeah. cars. Yeah. Um, Fujiko's in one cable car there and the other. And she's no, I'm sorry. That's not even the case. I mean, she is, at she's one on point.
1: top of the other cable. Yeah, car. Yeah. And
0: she's like, she's climbing the ropes. Like, as you said, like, like basically she's the Terminator. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, it's like, it is a, it is a, a scene where she's basically just unrelentingly coming after them. Um, and Jigen shoots her out of the sky, basically <laughs> just uh, <laughs> shoots the shoots the cable car and it falls to the ground. Um, and Lupin says and he says, do you, did we kill her? And he goes, well, if we did, uh, she's not the woman I thought she was
1: yeah he specifically talks about like well if she dies in like at the boonies like in a hick place like hicksville he says if she dies in hicksville she's not the woman i thought she was kind
0: of rude this place seems like it was having a pretty nice festival i like i've been in way way you know more hicksville places than this but Lupin, Lupin does not mess around uh no Lu- Lu- lupon's a, a highfalutin classy kind of bum yeah he's he's a he's a city <laughs> bum and he'll always be a city bum um but yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, and of course she does not die surprise, surprising no one because that's, you know, the show's called, uh, Fujiko Mine. Um, but it is a, um, it, it's a, it's a great like chase scene and a, a very sort of like violent and brutal end. Um, I, I think like the, the way that they go after her with no mercy, the way that, you know, he would go after other people with no mercy, um, um, it like I think what's cool about it is it it speaks to the fact that this is like a more serious kind of engagement than, than we've seen before. Um, it really it really sort of like clues you into the fact like, OK, this is not like this is not them having like a little spat like this is them being furious at each other and wanting, you know, at least for Jigo, wanting people to die.
1: This isn't a funny haha chase scene. This, no. is, this is people are in danger, chase people are in big danger. Yes, um, I think a lot about the um, the bit where uh, they're first on the cable cars and like Jigen like shoots some of the cable and Fujiko like slips and nearly falls, but then just like just gets right back up, like flips herself back up in this like almost supernatural way. And that's where Jigen's like, is she a monster? What's going on? (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) And like, he shoots to miss her. Like he does the, he does the, the sort of like, okay, we're, we're in, we're in a Lupin cartoon. We're having fun. Like, uh, you know, she, he's not shooting to kill Fujiko. Like that's not, that wasn't the point. And then she, she flips back up and immediately trades the gun on them to kill them. Um, I did like that it sort of called uh, attention to that generic quality of of Lupin where like, yeah, they'll kill people, but it's not like, you know, if Fujiko's shooting at Lupin, that's not like he's not going to get hit. Um, But yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a fairly wild. um, It's a wild moment. Um, After this, I. Maybe you should go through the plot because I'm I'm having a hard time remembering the actual sort of like um, linear, like step by step of this. In part because it is very strange.
1: Uh, you're doing a pretty good job. Um, right after Fujiko, um, you know, f- get gets shot down. There's, um, I guess, a bit of a flashback. Um, Fujiko seems to be um, in another in another guise in another. Um, Probably, you know, find a rich old man, fuck him, steal his shit kind of uh kind of ruse going on. I thought
0: they were in love.
1: <laughs> she She's decked out in, in some really fancy uh, clothing. She's just hanging out with him in his fancy house on his fancy sofa watching Home Shopping Network.
0: <laughs> but it's like it's like Home Shopping Network for uh, for the criminal elite. <laughs> <laughs> Very
1: Lupin. Um uh, and you know in between all the uh all the all the kitschy shit and the king of fruits or whatever yeah, a giant uh, durian like i love
0: <laughs> i love just like the idea i i don't know if i've told the story on on uh air before but uh uh my my wife studied abroad in in southeast asia and when she was in uh cambodia um they uh they were in a uh a hostel where someone was eating was having a durian party below them and uh Someone else in the hostel called it called in and said there was a gas leak because the durian smelled so much <laughs> like gas. Um
1: That's great. Yeah,
0: yeah. Pretty pretty classic durian story. But uh if you want the if you want the king of durians, you could get it um on that on that criminal shopping channel. Um as but you well could as, also
1: buy yes. uh the 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 living art exhibition woman. The, uh, the the very same girl uh, uh, who was up for bid that Jigen and Lupin uh, got away with.
0: Um, yeah, uh, and and Fuchiko, Fuchiko sees this on the TV. It doesn't even have the sort of, like, reaction that um, you'd expect her to have, you know, just based on, like, how she's handled women being treated badly in the past, right? Like, at the girls' school, like, when she's seen, like, You know, whether or not she's kind of playing along with Oscar's ruse or not, like it is this there is a sense of like, you know, injustice or justice or or whatever, like maybe maybe one that's a little bit. Tongue in cheek, but like she cares about she can care about women. Um, This is not the this is not the I care about this woman and feel so bad for her reaction. Like she goes into the bathroom and starts hallucinating about her, yeah, her terrible like she,
1: she, youth breaks again. Basically. Yeah. The, 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 uh, I have it in my notes. Like the narrator um, calls like the, I guess the, the name of the work of art girl is like her life or something. And then that seems to be the minute that Fujiko like, Breaks entirely. Like she goes to the the bathroom and starts like hyperventilating and shit.
0: Right. It's yeah. It's a it's like a um a moment where she it's sort of like a trigger phrase. Like the 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 phrase is uh you know your the story is your life or something like that. Um and then the the little uh you know she starts seeing the owls and the owl people and it says you know tell us the story of your life or give me the story of your life Fujiko Mine. Um, and she breaks the mirror in order to snap out of it. Um the owl stuff this time I do want to talk
1: about very please. briefly because it, it's very short but I just it 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 turns almost cult like in this one where mm-hmm. it's just like a horde of owl guys yes. like and and she's tied up it's it's almost played like a, a dissection almost it's it's really it's effective it's really messed up
0: Absolutely. No, it, it it's it's extremely- extremely grim
1: um I forget is this the one that where, where you see like you actually like hear like the young Fujiko, like scream and stuff like that I think this is that one
0: yeah I think so it, it it's like a um the the really like awful part of this one is that um you also get to see like the like she's in restraints and like it, it it's it's very grim. Like this whole this whole bit is like the restraint she's in. Her her mouth is always covered. There's a lot of like tears. It, yeah, there's like
1: tears and like like saliva drool uh, and yeah, stuff. It's, it's, it's really it's, visceral. Like it clearly, whatever this is, it has like summoned the like some of the most traumatic parts of whatever this owl stuff is for Fujiko.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, and so you know this is like the moment where it it flips from being sort of like a fun boppy kind of like romp through the past and fully like flips. It's like, you know, Oh, there's, there's some stuff on the margins. That's troubling. The troubling stuff becomes the, the centerpiece of the, of the episode at that point.
1: Yeah. Uh, Like you said, the, um, you know, we get, we get the more, the, the, the ominous screen text narration from, from the earlier in the, uh, in the series, you know, Fujiko, give your tail to me, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and that's where she snaps to, and her eyes are absolutely filled with hate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. She she swears she is going to make it hers, and uh, and that's where we return to the, uh, the, the 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 cable car
0: fight shenanigans. Right, because Fujiko has survived. Lupin Lupin checks the checks the cable car. It's crashed down. He goes, "Oh no! You think she died?" And then looks up, and he says, "Oh." I see. And uh, there's a grappling hook uh, that he says, you know, great. We, we know she's fine. Um, she's good. She
1: offers to light Fuji, uh, to light lupon's cigarette. And uh, the lighter flame is huge because <laughs> it turns out they're near uh, some hot springs. So there's a little bit more gas in the area.
0: I didn't even put that together. No, that's exactly right. Yeah. I just, I, I thought they did it because it was a cool way to look at Lupin's face.
1: <laughs> I mean it is. It's definitely that.
0: Um, uh but yeah, it's uh it, it's pretty it's pretty striking um and and they, they sort of have to uh, figure out what they're going to do about about Fujiko. They don't have much time to figure that out though because she she shows up very quickly. Um
1: there's an aside where like Jigen is is trying to like get the girl um like they they try and like leave her in a safe place for the for the cops because like if they're going to have this fight with Fujiko then you know the girl needs to be somewhere slightly safer than with them yeah uh he's like I I don't Fujiko is hiding something and Lupin is hiding something and I hate all of this and he's and he's where he has driving a rickshaw yeah that that's really great I I don't know why that's there but I really like the imagery of of Jigen being the rickshaw man
0: yeah well he has he has to because uh uh Lupin has the car
1: that's right (laughs) I wish it was a little yellow rickshaw for no good reason, <laughs> just to really get the fiat imagery. Oh yeah.
0: No, absolutely. It's uh it 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 comes so close. Uh
1: <laughs> and that's where he has the the moment with the girl that we talked about earlier where he's like, you know, you're gonna have a lot of baggage because the way your life started, but I, I hope you're happy, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and it it is sweet. Like it's it is this moment where I mean he's basically saying, like, you know, I'm really like I'm I'm sorry that this happened to you the way it did. Um, and it, it, it is, it it's all that, like, it's not, there's no sense of like, oh, he's like, he's, he's a creep and going after or whatever. It, it really is like, he just, there's
1: no performativity here. It's right. It's just a right. nice, yeah. nice, well genuine moment from
0: Jigen. Exactly. Yeah, it is, it is, it is just what it is on its, on its face. Um, I like, um, I like this moment and I like, I like the relationship between her and Jigen. Um, but at this point it becomes clear that Fujiko is going to stop at nothing to kill this woman.
1: So the cops do find her. They, they started to bring her in. Um, and then Fujiko is like immediately there with her car, just trying to ram into them. Absolutely trying to get this girl at all costs. Your Fujiko Um,
0: Terminator note is very, uh, on point. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I love her little pink car too, her Barbie Barbie Dreamhouse car that she's she's got going on. It looked it's like great. it
0: looked like a version of uh, Shitoto's car from uh from the previous episode. <laughs> it kinda did. Yeah, yeah. I was like, did she steal his car? And I was like, no, oh, it's <laughs> that would be so good yeah, if yeah, she did. Exactly. I was like, <laughs> I'm for it, but
1: Oh man. But yeah, no, she she's full on just ramming the shit out of them. Um the uh, the force of like the first blow causes the uh, the little stuffed toy to, to fall out and the girl uh, like just leaps out of the window to try and get it. Uh, she does get it, but she's in the middle of the road and Fujiko just slams on the gas is going full speed about to hit this girl. I
0: Watching and- it, I thought I thought she was done for. I like I honestly was <laughs> like, well, they are going to kill this girl right here. That's going to be the dramatic moment. Um, like it's so
1: like it, it's so fast it's so like there's no way she could survive this right right um th- the way they set it up is really good it's like it's harrowing genuinely mm-hmm. no absolutely. Uh, but but jeegan shoots out her tire at the last moment and and causes her to um to to, to spin out and and the girl doesn't even move like she has i she, I mean, she's she's not socialized, but you would assume she has any sense of danger. Sure. No, you would be wrong. Just,
0: yeah, she, is, <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't know what danger is. She doesn't understand that a, a car can hurt you. Um, <laughs> loud noises don't phase her. I guess she's. It's kind of like at a certain point, you have to you have to kind of accept that it's a superpower that she has, and not a uh, <laughs> not anything else. But yeah, it's it's uh, it is this moment where, um, yeah, essentially, essentially the the. The subtext of what's going on here is made very clear. And the only reason she survives is because Jigen shoots out uh, Fujiko's tires.
1: Uh, But in doing so, Jigen basically gets pinned and um, Lupin has to escape with the girl from there on out. And and Lupin is is now being chased after by Fujiko on foot.
0: Now, if anyone was worried that Jigen got pinned um, and and would be like hurt or something, uh, Jigen gets pinned by his rickshaw. So he's okay. (laughs)
1: It's a very comical, oh no, Lupin, I can't move. Go on without me.
0: Yeah, it's very good. Uh so don't worry, he's fine.
1: Um so Fujiko's chasing them, they they end up like in in deeper in the hot springs.
0: <laughs> it gets kind of slapsticky around this point. It does. Yeah, because she, she goes into the hot springs, he goes, Oh, it's the source of the hot springs, watch out. <laughs>
1: Uh, at some point like she she like turns a corner and it, it's a shot of like Lupin and the girl just lounging in the hot springs naked just like oh hey fuchiko how's it going she opens fire and um it, it cuts to her bewildered and then it cuts back and uh this time they they draw that it's like a little um a little one of those i i didn't even know what you call it like a little photo op spot where yeah. you stick your head in the in the illustration yeah and uh lupon toys with her a little bit with that um there's, there's a part where she's like jumping from stone to stone and and she has some very comical like slip and fall kind of stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, she
0: almost falls and she does and then she drops her gun in. Um there's no
1: way she can get it out because at this point the the hot spring is pretty boiling.
0: Yeah, she just looks at it sadly as it sinks to the bottom. Um But then she pulls out her knife. Yeah, it's fine. And then and then the slapstick is over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um
1: she 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 gets to the end basically, um, and Lupin and the girl are are cornered more or less, and uh Lupin uh takes out uh his gun and it's just like So if you don't stop, uh this is you know, this is all the gas and the hot springs and stuff, I could just kill us all with this gun uh that I have here. I could just fire this and everything would be solved.
0: So could you uh cool it for a minute there? Yeah. And, and I think like this, this is the, this is the really like, I I don't know, like the, the Jigen is proven correct that Lupin is hiding something from him. Um, But this is also the, the super interesting moment where Lupin basically, I mean, essentially he lays out um, what he does know about Fujiko, which is that like, if there's anything that Fujiko hates, about anyone it's it's that she 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 hates herself most of all
1: um. yeah he he lays down <clears throat> basically everything he knows that um that he he sees that she's been you know trying to to kill the girl and and she's like well no i haven't i i just want to uh, sell her and make a fortune and Lupin's just like no no we you you know better than that i know better than that let's not beat around the bush. yeah you're better you, at you this won't. than that <laughs> you want to kill the girl. And by that, I mean, you want to
0: kill yourself. Right. Which is a pretty amazing, um, amazingly blunt thing to say. Like even within a show (laughs) to be like, the girl reminds you of you because you had no control. And so you really don't want to kill her. You want to kill yourself. Um, And Fujiko gets the gun uh, that, that Lupin has with a little, little trick action and then holds it up to her head. And he says, you know, like probably not a good idea. Uh, and we, we get a close it's up on like, our eyes. W-
1: what am I supposed to do? Yeah. And Lupin's like, I, I can't answer that for you. Yeah, he
0: says, You're asking me. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, in fairness, not the person I would ask uh either. So Lupin, <laughs> right? Fair 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 point. Um, but yeah, it's 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 really interesting. And uh and she she pulls the trigger. Um and w- w- what happens but a uh, a bunch of <laughs> God, Uh, a bunch of water comes out and hits her. It's a silly squirt gun. Oh, I forgot to tell you,
1: it's a squirt gun. It's the gun Jegan won in the the other prize he stole from the rigged shooting game.
0: Right. And unsurprisingly, um, uh, this is not something she finds. uh, (laughs) She's not able to sort of like... um, uh, wrestle with this and uh, kind of freaks out and runs away. Yeah, th- this isn't a levity moment like like
1: Lupin and Jigen realizing they don't have to be at each other's throats at the end of Bloody Triangle. This is her like going like, w- what what w- water I-. and did she just kind of
0: walks off, just fuck this. <laughs> right, because she actually she actually has like made the decision to kill herself and pulls the trigger, assuming that's what's going to happen, and gets the water and just like the next time we see her, she's just muttering what the hell over and over and over again.
1: Jigens uh, asks Lupin, um, you know, what, what are we going to do about her? What are you going to do about her? And then Lupin's like, well, do um, you think I'm just going to let all the cats out of the bag? Mm-hmm. I finally got something to care about here. This girl's interesting as hell. Yeah, this, is, this is
0: the only thing that's going to save my boring, boring life, um, which is a wonderful classic, Lupin thing to say. Um, very, very into that. Um
1: they they disguise the girl in a bunch of makeup and they just leave her like asleep at a Buddhist temple or something, just waiting for someone to find her.
0: Yep. Yeah, I love I love that where they're just like, well, I guess it's up to Buddha now. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Um and yeah, and and we we end the episode with um with our, our friend Fujiko uh wandering the Wastes of, of
1: absolutely despondent,
0: yeah, muttering what the hell over and over and over again. And then, um, who should she spy at a bus shelter but our good pal, uh, Goemon? And that's where the episode get, ends. Get a nice little, uh, you know,
1: very uh, Japanese musical sting yep. to let you know, oh, oh, it is Goemon, it's my guy. <laughs> it's,
0: that guy looks like Goemon. <laughs> Uh, and then that's where it ends. Yeah, it's a really, really like fascinating couple of episodes. Um, and and you're right. Like that, the I would say like the the last the the last one, episode nine, is like an all timer. It's it it's hard to overstate how like how strange and off putting it is for Fujiko to basically be like an actual villain, like the 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 sort of like, um. I don't know, like snarky kind of, uh, oh, you can't trust her as far as you can throw her sort of character um, like that makes sense. Um, her is like just a, a killing machine, meaning to kill like this innocent girl because she reminds her of her is a really, really different turn. And somehow they make it like feel normal. So, yeah, absolutely. A, a pretty impressive episode
1: like taking the playfulness away from Fujiko is like it it it's sapping that character of like the one identifiable trait right. basically. Right. Yeah.
0: And like it's, it it is, it, it works because we've sort of been given that throughout the series so far. Like there's a million times where we've been like, we've been told by the show, like, Hey, Fujiko is, is kind of like, she's dealing with some stuff and not in like the, Oh, she's like, you know, super dark and cool. Like it's like, there's some actually really, really bad stuff that, that she has to work through. um That is not funny and, or, or fun. Um, and yeah, I think like the fact that they go through with it and pull that off and like really kind of hit the payoff. Um It's pretty, pretty cool.
1: The direction in this one is really good off
0: the charts. It's good. Yes.
1: Like, Cause, cause there's a lot of, um, like deliberate Mr. X, like, um, the part where they, where she finds Lupin and the girl in the, uh, in the hot spring or whatever, like they, 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 they draw that scene as if they were really there as if their naked bodies were legit there. And then the next shot is the reveal of that. It is one of the photo op places. And uh, they do the same thing for the gun Fujiko is holding. Like You don't you can't tell it's the silly water gun until like the second to last scene before she pulls the trigger. All the other scenes, it just looks like the normal gun.
0: Right. They absolutely. Yeah, they, it, it's the, like what's drawn in these episodes is essentially like what the characters are. What they, what they feel like they see, I guess I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. The,
1: the character's point of view. Right. More so in right. the audiences. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, and anything that you take from it as an audience member is like, is very much like, I don't know. I guess I'd say it's very sec. It's very much secondary. Like, it's very much like, okay. Yeah. Like you can, you can see, you can, you can see it. Like you can see like what's trying to think how to say this like you can see the you can see the gun and know that the gun is not going to go off because fujiko's in later stuff or you can see like her shooting up uh lupon and they'll be like oh it's the it's the you know whatever it's the the stall it's the the photo op um but ultimately like the fact that they don't even like try to draw it as as the thing like it gives you nothing as an audience to be like oh i'm going to go back and see like the little the little tells in this there aren't tells because like in terms of like the actual reality of the situation, it may as well be that way. Like
1: when, when you see her pull that trigger, you, you are legit like, whoa, holy
0: shit. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, as, as a viewer, like Fujiko is in later Lupin, like this is, this is not, there's no way they're going to kill her. No way in hell. They can't like, they can't kill her and have this be part of Lupin. Like it, it would make no sense. Um, and, and so it's like, yeah. Okay. Like how, how's that going to happen? It's like, it's it's not like it's, you know, that, that, but that tension still being there is a really, really cool balance that they're able to hit.
1: And, and the tension is, is, is so well done that you're honestly like, uh, at least in my case, like I'm, I'm not even in the frame of mind where I'm like thinking about like the greater stakes of the franchise there. I'm yeah. legit just going, is she going to pull the trigger? Right. Holy shit. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's, <laughs> no, Totally. Um, it's wild. Like it's, it's, it's really, really crazy. Um, yeah, no, fantastic episode. Um, I can't wait to see where it goes. I'm, I'm, I'm sad that we're, we're coming to the end of it.
1: Yeah. The the next session is going to be the last one and, uh, it's, it's going to be, uh, uh, four
0: episodes instead of three this time. I know I'm, I'm doing, uh, the four episodes are always fun. I always, I always end up, uh, worrying because it's more time, but then I, the immersion is just so good. Uh, so I, I can't yeah. imagine what it'll be like with Fujiko.
1: When you asked me um, the structure on this, um, you know, if you wanted to do three per or not, I was like, no, that totally works. the 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 last like like we could do three per, and then the last one will be four episodes, and that's absolutely perfect for how 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 the show is structured. Nice. Like these last four, like in my mind, these last four are practically one episode. Okay,
0: so we're we're gonna we're gonna get. Essentially, what we're going to get is uh, we're going to get to see your other strength, which is uh, OVAs. Uh, but, <laughs> yes. But by absolutely. way of epi- by way of uh, single episodes.
1: And <laughs> uh, the, the next one specifically is going to be uh, really interesting to talk about. I'm, I'm really uh, cool. looking forward to covering that one.
0: Fantastic. All right. Cool. Well, um, thanks again, uh, Emily. Thanks for being on. Where can people find you and your stuff?
1: Uh, I am on Twitter at Space Queen Emily. You can you can find me uh tweeting about uh you know, honestly it's still a lot of macros
0: lately. I've I've got macros on the brain. Listen, no one no one would blame you for that. Um so much of it. Uh there really is. Yeah. And you you'll be able to find out uh what what the good macros is. I'm pretty sure it's
1: it's most I was of gonna them.
0: say from wanting to understand it's all of it. <laughs>
1: I, I I'm not a fan of Macross Seven, but other than that, most of them pretty good. Okay, okay, makes sense. Um, Macross Seven, the confusingly fourth entry in the Macross franchise. Do you not
0: like it because uh, it's confusing?
1: Uh, no, I don't like it because it's boring as shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reason too. Uh, it has no stakes. It's garbage.
0: <laughs> it's it's the it's the Metal Gear Solid VR missions of its time. <laughs> um, just as <this> tedious feeling <laughs> oh god okay well you, you've convinced me not to watch it um dead on <laughs> <laughs> well uh emily i'll see you next time for for the end of I, by which i mean the death of fujiko meat Mi- now i'm just kidding um i don't know maybe I'm that's looking what happened. forward to it
1: um yeah I'm, I'm dreading it but looking
0: forward to it Same i'm here.
1: sad it's gonna come come to an end but boy what an ending uh Oh, I can't wait to actually have to articulate my thoughts on the ending.
0: I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. Um, all right. We'll I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. I'll see you. Hey, thanks for listening to No Cartridge. If you'd like to support us further, please consider going to patreon.com slash no cartridge or for a one-time donation, paypal.me slash